walk with me, my child. I hope that you are settling in well into the divine union that is this great cathedral of Morn. It's beautiful. You will find clerics and paladins of many denominations undergoing their trainings and studies here. Brother Kip informed me that you have been traveling far to find the rest of some story. Well, you have come to the right place. In our vaults, we have scrolls documenting many of the notable goings-on in Drakenhelion. In fact, I believe that this scroll right here may be pertinent to you. Come, let us read it together. Hello, my name is Matthew Jackson, your DM. Last chapter we listened to the three smugglers, Gwynberyl, Kithri, and Rakowski, as they escaped the clutches of Hellhammer and the Gem. Dashing across the rooftops of Dredur, they dodged volleys of crossbow bolts as they scaled the sides of the Bronzebraid mansion. Atop this building, they faced the relentless pursuit of Hellhammer and were forced to fight. However, Working together, they managed to fell the furious Dread Dwarf and intimidate away her guards. The smugglers then crept through the entrance of Moradin's Walk, the great stalagmite tower in the heart of Dredur, in the hopes to find Bub, Gwynberyl's runaway son. They were not, however, cautious enough and found themselves roasted by an ancient dwarven flame trap. With a dragon lurking somewhere in the cavern and only each other to rely on, this is the final chapter of Smuggler's Run. No. Please, everybody take <laughs> 11 points of fire damage. Oh, no. I only got one point. Oh, my God. Kithri is smoking. Her hair is like Yes, you but then it stops. You carry me. Then it stops? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, everybody take a dexterity save. Oh. Um, oh. Five. Uh, if you don't... Seven. Okay, five, seven. Uh, was it minus one? Uh, Eleven. Eleven. No, you all take full damage. Uh. <laughs> None of you got it. You all have the same surprise after staring down these holes. Being <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess they're whistling. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing suspicious here. <laughs> All right, nobody. Rakowski, can you carry me? <laughs> I would be honored to carry you. Well, I, I, I can fix you up a bit. How? Cast another dang spell on you. That's what I do. <laughs> would you? Sure. You utter your goddess's name, which is Pomona. Pomona. Um, and you call upon her aid, and you feel her like powers flowing through your hands as you place them on Kitri. Hi, Pomona, need your help again. Is he alive? Should I go to walk? <laughs> no, my dear. That light is embers still floating in the air. Those are embers floating in the air. Rakowski's stick close. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rakowski, you would have had advantage on that dexterity save because you have keen senses. So if oh, you want to roll again. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, I deserve this. You get 14 back. Oh, oh my! Uh, lay your hands. Thank you. You, 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 you say, "Pomona, need your help," and you hear just like a warm, heavenly uh, sound in your head, just like your help is granted. Oh, 
And you also hear this kid scream. <gasps> I'm so much Pomona, you're the best. I like Jade into Glitherell's eyes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Rakowski I... and me hug. Aww. <laughs> they have a little hug. This um, is so lovely. I... Alright, we gotta finish this job. I... Wait, are there more pressure plates around? I investigate. Investigate? Yeah. 16. 16. You, you, you like step very carefully and you like feel with each foot. Um, there was one more pressure plate, but you managed to all sidestep it and go along. Let's find this son of yours. He is. Okay. In front of you is a spiral staircase um, and uh, you guys travel up it. It seems along the walls there are just like um, very intricately carved um, dwarven murals of like, they seem to be like stories from history from the Bronze Braid family. Um, you get to like from thousands of years ago from when the dwarves first like drove out all the demons and devils that lived inside of um, Drudur and made it their home and the Bronze Braid clan's part in that um, and you get to as you get to like the top of the staircase you see that the um, the carvings have stopped um, as like the family's history just ran out um, and you even see just like a little bit before you get to the top um, the like engraving and you see there's just like a small note and a small carving that shows where you left and like ran away um, and you uh, continue up the staircase and eventually you get to a, um, a chamber which is a large uh, almost like drinking hall and it's the bronze braid uh, sacred drinking hall where Sometimes you would be blindfolded and, and led to. Um, and it, yeah, it was actually quite fun for a lot of the bronze. They do it to the kids. It would be a lot of like, you're not old enough to be part of this. Um, and then they have a big party, like our version of Christmas or something would be held in this tavern hall. Um, and it was sort of a joke that it's a secret. Um, so it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a dark thing. And you actually have fond memories of this place. Some fond memories, but not all. Um, and uh, you see that there are a lot of chairs that are knocked over, like stools and stuff, and this long carved table. There's a lot of dust that sits in here. Large stone pillars <coughs> um, uh, keep the, the place up. One of the pillars is like fallen and crumbled. Right at the other end of the door, at the end of the hallway, uh, so a pair of large stone doors. Should we go through the doors? Let's go through. Yeah. Go to this trial or whatever. I don't know. Uh, what a day, huh? <laughs> what a day. You can see there are, in fact, drag marks along this floor, um, leading right up to the door. And then In the dust. Any of them look like your boys? Drag marks? I, I can't say I know what my <laughs> son's drag marks look like. It was worth a mask. <laughs> um, I, yeah, you can, can I just push open You push open the doors. Please make a strength check, actually. Seven. Seven. Um, it's a push. Maybe you need a bit of hand, a uh, bit of help. Please help. Twenty. Twenty. Almost as if it was made for Gwyn Barrel to push open. She shoves the door, and it pushes, and it slides open with a lot more ease. Um, you see a very dark and rounded room, and um, it is almost pitch black in here. Gwyn Barrel can see in black and white because she sees with her dwarven dark vision. Um, and you see a throne up on a dais right in the center of the room. You can also see 
several other stone doorways very similar to yours which you can only assume are the connecting doorways to the other great houses um, you can see just mountains and mountains of gold and treasure and suits of armour and crowns laying a strewn about this room um, you can see like up above light floods in from four great archways right in the top of the, the, the room um, <laughs> please make a perception check all of you 18 21 12 Gwyn and Rakowski your eyes search the room for the dragon naturally uh, but it's only Kithri that spots it <gasps> lying around the dais and the throne in a great circle is a large black dragon. Well, it's not huge. Like, it's not like the stories of old, like it should fill up this place. It is maybe the size of... <laughs> strange metaphor, but three horses connected. <laughs> um, a taxi horse? A taxi horse, yes. Um, and uh, it lays, and you can see its, its belly, like, rise mm-hmm. and fall oh, it's as it sleeps. Um, you can see all of you that amongst all the treasure, there is also uh, several cages that are strewn about the room, um, roughly dwarf-sized. Um, you can also see that slumped on the throne is the skeleton with a crown like tipped off slightly to the side of a dwarf. Uh, the flesh on its bones like sloughing off it has been dead a long time is there anyone in the cages it's sort of hard to see from this distance especially for you two because it's so dark you only really see like this dragon's like breathing Mm. through you mostly you mostly detect it through through hearing okay and by guessing where it is can i see in the cages uh you can see the closest one to you There, there are three cages all three of them seem to have some sort of humanoid in them. I think I should sneak up to the get a closer look. Yeah. Which is so there is there is one cage on your left. There's one on your right, and there's one straight in front of you. They are all the left and right ones are maybe like forty feet away from each other. One right in front of you is maybe only twenty. So you stealthily walk. I creep. You towards the, f- the last cage. Please roll stuff. <laughs> what's that number? Eight. No, but what's that number? Oh, one. A natural one. Oh, yeah, you get another one. Oh. But you're a halfling. <laughs> What'd you get? Three. That's better. <laughs> Ten. A Ten. natural one is an automatic fail. No numbers are added to it. So feel uh. lucky. <laughs> what is? What did you get? Ten. Ten? Mm. Your first step you take? just like you step on some coins and just you take a breath nothing happens you take another breath you creep forward to the cage and you stand with your hands up to it you can see in this cage there was something in it but its skin and flesh is all dissolved Um, and there's almost like a a foul smelling puddle at its feet and it's slumped down Um, yeah you turn your nose up at it What the rest of you? You still hear the breathing of this dragon. Um, I I go to look at another of the cage. Yeah. Yeah. 
The one on the left? Yeah. Okay. Nine. Nine? Again, you crunch through the coins. You all wince every time you hear it. Um, But you get up to the cage, and you can see there is a small dwarf in there shaking. Hey, who are you? What's your name? (laughs) Don't panic. Who are you? I'm your... I'm... I'm... Steel Hero. (laughs) Steel Hero? Yes. That's my name. Oh, my God. Who are you? My name is Bob. Bronze Weaver. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Why are you saying... Please, please, help me out of this. You're a little shit. We have been looking for you. You fucking... Please, don't have fun with me. I see if there's any locks on the cage. Uh, yes, there is a lock and a chain attached oh. around it. Please, just let me out of here. Wait. I can't. Because it's what locked. Mean you I'll have to start. I have to go talk to my friends. Am I, am oh. I close? Yeah, can I whisper? Uh, you can see, but you wouldn't be able to whisper. Okay. I'll be back. Just shh. And I creep over to Kitty. Roll stealth again. Yes, okay. 14. 14. This time's a little bit quieter. You're still not silent, but you, you creep over to Kid 3. You gotta pick a lock, buddy. I, I've got my thieving tools. Well, that is really convenient. What is Gwyn Beryl doing right now? Gwyn <laughs> Beryl's just standing as still as she possibly can. Oh, she doesn't even know Bob's there. Because she knows that she, the slightest movement is yeah. gonna create so much noise. Okay. But what's going through her head out of interest? Um... Well, she could, can she see there's a dragon yet? She can. She, she has sussed that there's a dragon okay. now. I imagine Kitri said that under her breath. I'm, I'm running through my head. First actions I could do yeah. Yeah. if that thing wakes up. Okay. Is it, is, is, is Bob there? Bob's in. You go. Pick the lock. He's, 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 a, he's a little shit, as we suspected. <laughs> Just get him to shut up. Okay. I'm going to go tell Quinn Barrel that I've found a kid. All right. I'm going to sneak towards Bob. Rakowski, meanwhile, you also check the other cage to see if there's another dwarf. Oh, we came for Bob. We can't leave another person. You're so moral and I love it. <laughs> Fine, I'll just go tell Quinn Beryl first. Okay. Okay, both of you roll stealth <laughs> 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 oh, 17. 17? Uh, 23. You, looking carefully at gold coins, uh magical items that are strewn about the floor you just step in between um and are you gonna pick any of this up or are you just not nope just no. focused on that um and rakowski similarly you're like stepping very carefully you guys have i mean you might, might not be proud of it but you you've done some 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 burgles yeah <laughs> i am proud of it yeah, you're, yeah. You're proud of it. i'm proud of it you know good at it you know how to be quiet yeah you go over to the other cage but okay. I'll, I'll do this no I'll i'm going to gwynbarrow oh you're going to gwynbarrow yeah okay you get to gwynbarrow yeah Goodness. Oh, that's wonderful. Kid 3 is gonna go and pick the lock. <laughs> As you explain that. <laughs> I sneak towards the cage. Yeah, you get up to um, it. Yeah, I get up to it. Uh, oh I my say, god. Please, let me out. I'm gonna try and pick the lock. Just yes, be really yes, quiet. Please, please. Okay. He's shaking. I try to pick the By the way, he looks, he's, he's quite, he looks uh, very similar to Gwyn Beryl. Um, he has like a twig in his hair. He's got quite like fine clothes. It looks like he he tried to dress himself Aww. up. 
Just to impress the other noble. You look a lot like your mom. He would be in like human terms, like thirty-five. Um, and but he's yeah he's just he's just like he's like um, he's got a very lovely beard mm. seems like nicely oiled but he's got no hair on the top of his okay. head he's just please please just 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 open them okay just shh there's a dragon over there okay sh- I know I can see there. it I can see shut up what was Mikowski said he was stupid <laughs> seven oh but there's a dragon just like shut up Okay, just do it, just do it. Okay, I, I pick the lock. Roll, slight pan. Ah, 26. Just as you're picking it, <laughs> goes free. Um, Gwyn Beryl, you notice with your dark vision, as your eyes are trained, uh-uh. just a, fleck of, a flash of light and a green eye <gasps> just flick open. Pupil like it widens and then tightens again. It flicks to three spots in the room to where you are, to where uh, Kithri is, and then like it sort of darts around its treasure. The eye closes. You continue picking the lock. You don't know Did that's I happened. See, I didn't see it. You that. didn't see it. You click it open. Yeah. The, the, the door swings open. It's just like quite loud. Get out of here, kid. Just as he starts to like get up and get out, uh, you hear a voice echo throughout the chamber. Where are you taking my sacrifice? And you just see two green eyes open and like leer up in the darkness. And just, she goes, How about I can let you see who I am? And just a jet of green fire shoots up to three corners of the room lighting three green torches just aflame the whole room the throne room lights up and much of the like uh, the gold reflects the light around the room and it's almost dazzling and you see a large black dragon curled around the throne and like as it stands up to full height and it just looks down at the three of you does, does it count as an animal? <laughs> <laughs> no, it counts as a dragon. Oh no, dragons are animals. <laughs> um, we we come as your friends. We're just taking this dummy out of here. But that dummy is mine. <sighs> it takes us like a step with its claw onto the onto the treasure, and it like drags its claw through the treasure and picks some of it up and lets it like fall down its hands. In fact, all these dwarfs. Are mine. You are mine. You are mine. I'm not a dwarf. You're not a dwarf. No. What are you? I am a halfling. What is a halfling? Uh, well. Kithri <laughs> <laughs> takes a step, putting up her arms in a sort of shrug pose. Uh, me? He sort of like lowers down and his head just like sloops across. He skulks across the floor, taking a couple of steps closer to you. What are you? And what are you? Steel hero, a half orc, and best friend of this beautiful woman here. And new best friend of this beautiful woman here. 
and this little shit is who we're coming. I, we will, we can, we can exchange him for another. I don't want another. I own all of these dwarves, for I am the new Dread King. And he lets off like a little bit burst of green flame at the end of his at the end of his sentence. You are not leaving. I go into a rage. <laughs> Everybody roll the initiative. Oh, can I say something? Yes. Run! Okay. Yeah. Nice. You guys don't have to, but it's my offer. I wouldn't take up that offer. So, it is Rakowski's turn. You go into a rage. Um, I, uh... Do you go into a regular rage or a frenzied rage? I want to take damage. No, I go into a regular rage. Yeah. Oh wait. Frenzy rage is like one rage you oh, can right. do. Oh yeah, sorry. Stuff, so you said it allows you to have an extra attack every turn. Yes, I yes I go into a frenzy. Okay, so you like shake your head. <laughs> <laughs> and I yell, run, run! And then I get my axe. You draw it. I just draw my axe and I just hack at the nearest. Run at the dragon. Yeah, I run at the dragon. Oh my god. Okay. No, it's not smart. I didn't have an option. No, 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 it's cool. He wasn't, he was not being negotiated with. Uh, roll your attacks. So your first swing with your, with your enchanted war axe. Fudge. Um, so three, seven. Yeah, so three. No, ten. Ten? Ten. You swing at his head and he just like ducks underneath it deftly. Swing again. Yeah. (coughs) Oh. 13. 13. This time, as you swing up, it connects with the side of his head, but just clatters off his scales. And you even hear him just, like, let out a low, rumbling laugh. Oh, my God. Um, it is Fadimon's turn. You you smell it first, and then you just feel the heat as he opens up his maw just in front of you. Wait, save? Uh, yes, please roll save. Is that dex? Uh, yes, it is. So you have an advantage. Twenty-four points of fire damage. Is it? I'm knocked out. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! Is it like flames around your body? Oh my god! Oh, yep. It's almost like a cackle yeah. as, as the flames like ripple oh around. Oh my god! Well, Wait, did you save? What did you roll with your? With your... Oh, seventeen. Seventeen. You take half that. Oh, okay, so. So 12? You take, yeah, 12 points of damage. Down to 7, guys! <laughs> <laughs> um, the flame light bursts off of you, um, and uh, he flaps his wings once and he rises up to the top of the throne room. So he's now like flapping his wings, looking down at you. It is Kittery's turn. I just tell everyone to run. Yeah. <laughs> and grab Bob's hand because he's an idiot and yep. just standing still and run for the door. You sprint for the door? Yeah. Alright, okay. Uh, so you take the dash action, which means that you move twice your speed, which I believe for you is 25. Um, so you move 50 feet, yep. which gets you just out of the throne room, back down to the to the spiral, to the um, to the uh, the drinking hall. Yep. You were out there with Bob. Um, Gwyn Beryl, it is your turn. Um. 
I, I cast Cure Wounds on uh, Rikaski. That's a touch spell. So you run up to her and you cast it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so roll that. Seven, yeah. So seven? Yeah. Yeah, heal seven points of damage. Um, you feel, you just feel like, as you're like stunned by the flames, you just feel like a small hand on the small of your back and just light flood back into you and you feel a little bit better. Um, it is Bub's turn. Bub Bub sprints with you. (laughs) But he looks back, he's like, guys, come on! Um, you got a chance. I run. Yeah, it's your turn. You yeah, sprint. I, I sprint for the doorway. You could pick up Grimberal. Yeah, I am. Oh, I'm picking up. Oh, yes, <laughs> and I thought raging, I was applying. So roll with advantage. Yes. Is this strength or? Oh. Yes. Yeah. What's that? Twenty-five. That is a natural twenty. Yeah. When you roll a twenty or a one, so a natural success. twenty means it's automatic success. You pick up yes. Grimberal. You just put her on your shoulders. <laughs> and you just start sprinting out the throne room. A jet of flame comes down, um, and you just like dart out to the side of the way, and then keep sprinting gold coins like flicking up from under your feet um you manage to get through the doorway uh you guys are now in the throne room um we are out of turn order for the moment because you're just i like to do uh chases in a different way (laughs) when you'll stop i will resume the initiative order that we have uh but you are in the drinking hall what are you doing you were just sprinting close the door yeah you pull the door yeah strength checks Gwynbarrow, you are on the shoulders. Do you drop down? Yeah. You drop off. Uh, my strength is four. You try to help. You're mostly there for moral support. Yeah. Ten. Ten? You get advantage when you're raging. Oh, yes, that was my advantage. Eighteen. Oh. Eighteen? <laughs> Again, Gwynbarrow basically like, grabs both doors. It's like they're designed for her, and she just pulls them closed. Flames like flick out of it, and you hear just a... Is Hellhammer still here? Yeah, you're, yeah. you're all on that side of the door. Oh, no, Hel- Hel- Hellhammer? Hmm? Is Hellhammer? She's still That's downstairs yeah. oh, a bit downstairs, further. Oh, downstairs, right. Um, so, yeah, those flames, like, licked out of the door, but the door closes, but you hear, like, the roar muffled behind that. Um, do you sprint back the way you came? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you sprint uh, all the way across the drinking hall, and you start, like, scurrying down the stone steps yeah. um, in the spiral staircase. Uh, you get to that hallway before from where the whistling dwarves were. Yeah. Um, do you sprint down that? Uh, do, do, can we easily dodge the pressure plates now because we know where they are? Yes, All you right. may jump over yep. them. Yeah. Yep. Jump over those pressure Each of those plates. like stepping very gingerly around. <laughs> oh, on the way but I say, Bob? I wonder what those whistles does Bob? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bub is oh, going Bob. to... Bub. <laughs> Jesus, Bub. Bub doesn't step on them, but only by luck. Oh. <laughs> and you got, you were in right in front, and you look back, just like, oh, Bub. And you just see his foot just like, just go in between both of them. Oh. Um, you get out to the uh, to the rooftop of the mansion that you were on before, uh, and you see Hellhammer still lying there on the ground. You can see that her shallow breath from before has stopped. Um, uh, yes. Um, she has died. Um, oh. She has gone to join the, the stone dwarfs. Um, so she, uh, you can hear though just a and fade a mourn fly out from the window and start swooping around. Has he seen us? Uh, not yet. Are you hiding somewhere? Uh, go down through the trapdoor that yes. yeah. came up through. You scurry over, you fling open the trapdoor and you like slide down um, it's like the banister stairs yep. or like step down them very quickly and yep. you enter into um, a large drinking hall that you could see from before 
there are many uh, umber gems in here, just all looking around. There are several guards, like, sitting on the tables, like, it seems to be explaining their story from earlier. <laughs> and as you guys come down there, they, every head just, like, whips up at you. You can see an exit um, to your left. It seems to be staircases down, and you can also see a doorway to your right and to your left. Can I intimidate them to get out of the way? Or do we use their shock to just keep going? Well, you can shout as you run. Yeah. Don't follow us! <laughs> Roll intimidation. Um, you can have advantage because you're raging. Ah, uh, cool. Five, six, so, six, 20. Six, yeah, 20. 20? Yeah. So you are slightly still on fire. Like, you're all like smoking. There's a bit of gold like stuck to you where like you, you guys scrambled through it and you just shout at all of them. Most of them have never seen a half orc before. You are a terrifying nightmare as you guys sprint to the doorway, just pushing open every door. There's like a servant with like a silver tray that's just like oh. there's like a guard who was just like walking up the stairs and Is as the you guard past, from before. He just goes oh. <laughs> You all run past him and like run down some stairs. You're now seemingly in the kitchens where like there's some people cooking away and like looking back and forth. You run past, there's only one more door to go through and you're out into a main hall. You think you can see the main door to your left. Do you sprint out it or are you staying here? I think we should. Yeah, I think we should just head for Grunnick. Yeah. Get out of this goddamn place. I was gonna say we should check the door, the like road outside before we run out in case the dragon's right there. Yes, good. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> good thinking. Kit check. I'll block everybody who comes near me. All right. I'm a monster. I run, <laughs> I run to the door. Rikowski slightly feels it. Yeah. <laughs> I run to the door, open it, and duck my head out to peep out to see if I can see the dragon. Uh, you, you open the door slightly. Please yeah. roll a stealth check. 25. 25? Like, you barely open the door, but you can see up, like, at first you see nothing, and then you just see a shadow just go over the top. It seems to be, like, roaring and shooting off flame and letting, like, and just, like, rampaging, flying around, swooping, looking. It's not good. (laughs) Um, Rakowski, on your end, (laughs) you've got, you're just there with Bub, and Bub's just, like, dumbstruck, like, looking at you, goes, you came for me. Of course I did, Bub. (laughs) <laughs> and like Brakowski, you can see that the guards are like there. They they are approaching, but like you're just like standing there. <laughs> They're just standing like in the kitchens where you just came from, just like looking out. Only one of them has got his crossbow, but he's all like shaking with it. It's the yeah. one that guards. So they're not a threat. No, oh. they're not. They're not threatening, but they're all just watching to see what yeah. you do. I think you're standing there intimidatingly. I think we need to make a run for it. <laughs> I think we gotta. How, how's Bub? He'll be fine. Okay, well, anyone want to hop on my back? Me. Alright. How do you get? Kick through bronze and jumps. And you just grab her and put her on your back. Okay. Just like old times. Uh, I love you. I love you too. Alright. On the count of three. One, two, two three. three. You bust out the doorway and just start sprinting along the street back the way you came. Oh, God. You managed to run this way before, but you ran over the rooftops. Yeah. Uh, this time you're like cutting down the alleyway, so it's a little bit harder. Gwynberil, you're starting to... Um, you're running, but your speed is slightly lower than Rakowski's. So yeah. you're dropping behind a little bit. She's about 10 feet behind you. You see another as this shadow goes over the top of you. Um, and then you see just like it's circle round again. And you can see it. You cut down an alleyway. And as you go past, you can see um, the tavern that you went, pa- went into before. 
Um, do you keep running past it or do you go in? Run in. Get Run in. in. Yeah, okay. go. You all just and like bust in. It seemed to be it was locked up for the night. Please make this. <laughs> <laughs> Seventeen. Seventeen. Easily, <laughs> you open. You can see that uh, Vistra is on. Uh, she's at one of the tables, and she's like currently like counting coins. As you all bust in, still smoking slightly, she looks up and she goes, "Oh my! Oh, jeez, Mordin! I turned. What I are you do? Can I slam some coins down? <laughs> and be like, this is for earlier. <laughs> you need to buy brandy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, jaw again, you slam half your life savings. <laughs> or whatever, the gold that you had yeah. tucked away from the throne room onto her. She just like gasps. I said you could come by if you're in trouble, but this. Oh, what's what's going on? What's what going else, on? What else did she need to buy, Gwyn Beryl? Brandy? I don't know, yet a barrel of I need to buy ale. I did my stop check again. <laughs> I think we should go again because we're not far from Grutnik. Vistra? We're giving you in out of this place. Do you want to leave this godforsaken hellhole? You can come with us. Yes, I want to come. Okay. Let me put these. Let me put this gold in the bag. There's no time. There's no time to put. So why did you give them to me? <laughs> <laughs> give them to me later. <laughs> she stands up. She's just stuffing them into her pockets. <laughs> and she starts running out the door with you. Yeah. Um, you all run out. There's just a and a, <sighs> a roar overhead, and you just see like the light, some fire spitting. She goes, "You want the dragon?" Shut up! <laughs> you keep running. Uh, eventually, you get to Grutnik's. Uh, you get to Grutnik's room, um, and uh, you uh, bust in through the door again. And you're now in that room, but you just hear outside it. <laughs> no. Um, you start to close the door. Please make a strength check. You can do it. No. One. 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 But am I in a rage still? No. Nah. Oh. But you only stay in a rage. It's, it lasts about a minute. You can go into a rage again. I'm out of rages. You're out of rages. You push the door. You're tired, and like the the, the dragon's head just like busts open, and it's just the dragon head inside. We're gonna resume initiative. Uh, it is uh, Kid Three's turn. Okay. Um, I pull out my silver dirk, yeah. just dab it in the nose. Okay. No, in the eye. In, in the, the eye. eye. Yeah. Roll the attack. Ah, uh, 18. 18 is a hit. Roll your damage. 11. No, no, that's that's a d20. Oh, sorry. So you roll a d6 and add uh, your dexterity modifier. So 3 plus... Uh, 8. 8. So you stab it into the eye. It, like... <laughs> like, rips out. It lets off a spit of flame, but, like, not, not enough to, like, catch anybody. Everybody steps outside. Do you leave the dagger in there or do you pull it out? Pull it out. You pull it out, its head just like rears back and its head comes out the doorway again. Um, Can uh, we push it, Bob down the trap <laughs> You can't in your turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, it is, uh, but you do have a bonus action if you want it, if you want to hide or something. Uh, no. Or dash, or you can move over oh, to the trap I dash door down the, I, I, I run over to the trap door and fling it open. Fling it open. Uh, it is Gwyn Beryl's turn. Can I try and shut the door on the dragon? Uh, yes, you can try and close the door. Yeah. Uh, so that would be a strength check. Uh, is that a one? It's a three. Okay. Six. Six. You start to close the door and you just feel a huge claw just come scraping at it and it just opens it and now there's just the dragon's claw inside it. Uh, it is Bub's turn. Bub pulls a small dagger from his from his side. <laughs> and 
plunges it into, <laughs> into the dragon's claw. Take this! <laughs> <laughs> um, and the dragon, it like just embeds into the, the back of the claw and you hear another <laughs> and more flames spit off outside and the, the claw whips out of the door uh, with the dagger in it. Uh, it is Fadermorn's turn. Um, and oh no 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 it's Rakowski's turn yeah, sorry I go to close the door again <laughs> we'll get this door closed uh, <laughs> 10 you do close the door there's oh. nothing pushing on it uh, it's Fademorn's turn and you just see like another claw come like raking at the door and you've, you've got your hands on it and you feel it and you just feel like and your muscles all tense but you manage to keep the door closed um, Kithri it's your turn I grab Bub and push him down the trap door. Why are you taking him up? <laughs> you just hear him fall. And then I jump down myself. <laughs> you land on Bub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please roll the d4. Oh no, you're so light, it won't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you land on top of him though. Uh, Gwyn Beryl, it's your turn. Um, I don't want to leave Ringowski up there by herself. Got it. The one without me. <laughs> As I hold the I, I jump down the trap door. You jump down the trap door, yes. you land on tier three. <laughs> <laughs> this will hurt. Roll a d4. <laughs> it's only two points of damage. Take two points of damage, Kithri and Bub. It is now the dragon's turn. It, like, Shoves it's it it's going to again attack No 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 it's no Rakowski's sorry, it's Rakowski's turn. Yeah. You're right, yeah. Um I run for that trapdoor. You sprint for the trapdoor? I, I sprint for the trapdoor. You jump down? Please yes. make a dex save. Um what's dex again? Uh yes, thank you. Uh eight. Eight? Yes. Uh you land in a heap with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't hurt, but you're all just in a heap. And I close it on the way down. You close it on the way down? Yep. You close it, yeah. um, and the, 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 you did not fold that carpet over, but you did close it. Yes. Um, it is now you are now down there. You can see Grubnik is he's lying in the cart snoring. Wake up! Get up, Grubnik! <laughs> oh my God! What are you doing? Time to go! Time to go! Time to go! Go 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 go! He jumps out of the cart. He goes, everybody in, everybody in there. Can I give it like a, a running? Push? Oh, by the way, uh, what's her name? Uh, Vistra also jumped down. As soon as you open that trap door, she climbed down. Okay. Uh, so she's standing yeah. there, so she just watched you all fall in it. Yeah. Um, but now uh, Bub gets in, uh, Grim Barrel gets in, uh, Rakowski. I'm kid, giving it a push. You give like, it a push. With, uh, there's not quite enough space for everybody. <gasps> No. So somebody's gonna have to be held or something. Oh, I okay. can be held. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like. <laughs> oh, I can be held. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wink at Rakowski. Right, get on my back. I put. I put the pleasure. You. You what? Sorry. Nothing. <laughs> I swing Kithri onto my back and I push the cart and yeah. jump in. Yeah. Okay. You jump in. Um, Grutnik is pushing with you, but he can't quite keep up with your speed. <laughs> and he hops in himself, and you hop in. It's very cramped. And he's like, oh my, wait, I need to steer! Um, and he starts, like, scooting along. And soon, you just hear the roaring and the clattering, like, in the distance behind you. Um, and 
Then it's just quiet for a while as you skate along the tracks. Everybody lets out a sigh. That was very sudden, <laughs> said Vistra. So, Vistra, <laughs> what do you got planned for the outside world? I don't know. I've just abandoned my business and all my friends and family. You, we didn't force you to no, do no, this. No, 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 no. I'm just, I didn't have very many friends and family anyway, so. Hey, you do now. You do now. You see, like, small tears welling inside <laughs> her eyes. I consider everybody in here my family, even you, bub. Even me? No, but Nick, I wasn't, you didn't go on adventures with us. I, I helped better you. Fine. I think I should be allowed to have some family. Okay, can did be you like, talk could to be Dane? a distant cousin. Yeah. What did Dane say? <laughs> he said he misses you. What? He's going to do what he can to get to the outside world. Oh my god, really? Yeah. 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 Oh. Everybody rolls a deception check. <laughs> pieces of shit. <laughs> You're lying. Pieces of shit as you all look at each other, feeling horrible about betraying the man who helped you. 18. 18. Nine, um, yeah, nine. Nine. <laughs> Luckily, he's not looking at Carol too hard, as you two are just like nodding. <laughs> This is not the first time you've lied to someone about the help that you gave them. <laughs> what can we say? We're criminals. Yeah. <laughs> it's yes, part he, uh, of the job. He he's gonna do all he can. And I have a question, Rudnick. Hey. You guys lovers. Roll persuasion. <laughs> it's trying to get information out. Oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> oh no, it'd be insight. Sorry. Oh good. <laughs> 11. His eyes like go down, he goes, not currently. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Um, Stop knocking over the microphone. (laughs) I'm too too involved. (laughs) Um, You guys skate along. It's very cramped. Can I see a moment between Good Barrel and Bob? Yeah, there's there's Bob at the moment. You guys are just sort of like hugging each other. Um, He just says, just like looks over at you guys. Thanks for clearing up my mess. You know I'm always there for you, bub. Are you okay? I'm alright. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I, I told you. I just... That, that side of the family was no good. That there was no sense in going back. I just know how proud you are of all my brothers and sisters, and I just... I just wanted to be known as something a bit more than the youngest one. Not the one that stayed. The most precious to me of all. Then I'll stay. Good. I'll stay. Good. I'm not going anywhere for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly are not. Kithri wipes wet tears. <laughs> I wipe away wet tears as well. <laughs> Everybody's wiping tears in the car. <laughs> You've been It's fine. It's fine. It's, this is a very emotional card. <laughs> Usually the smuggles back are a lot more weepy. <laughs> um, eventually. You, you pull up at uh, Grutnik's house at the other end and you guys will start getting out of the cart and you, you're led upstairs to his, uh, to his, uh, his, like, his sitting room, basically. Um, and you're all put around a table and you're all given like, hot, hot cups of tea that um, he distills himself. <laughs> um, good, good. Thanks for that detail. Hey, I won't, I won't do it. <laughs> 
I work very hard on a lot of this, alright? Okay, it'd be nice to share it with someone. And you know, and as you're like saying, really, the tea's nice. It's a really, Thank you. really robust blend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's very, <laughs> it looks at Rakowski. It's very nice. I like it. Thank you. You know, these moments, and he like looks around at like everybody around the table, like a Bob and Vistra as well. He's like, this is why I, I smuggle. It's to save families. Well, you didn't really do that much. <laughs> hey, Kitri. Let him Having have a this. moment. Let him have this. Well, I'm just saying. Look, I risk a lot, and I built that bloody shaft. You wouldn't have been in there or out of there without me. That's All right. right. That's right. And what I'm asking is in maybe a month's time, we go back and we get more of them. I'm in. I'm in. Bob's like, I'm in. Well, Vistra we'll also s- says that she's in. We'll see where, we at, where we're at. We're very busy smugglers. I... I know, I know that you risk a little lot, and you're not dwarves. There's a, there's a dragon in there. There's a dragon in? Oh no, I knew there was some sort of dragon in there. You, you didn't you mention. Didn't, you didn't think to. It's, you know, I thought if I up. said it, you wouldn't go. But I was, I was a very conflicted dwarf. Okay, I wanted you in there, but I didn't want you not. Uh, whatever. I guess a white lie is okay sometimes <laughs> when it comes to protecting feelings. What does that mean? Nothing particularly. <laughs> Okay. I rolled a one on inside there. <laughs> so. Well. Well, what an adventure. What a, I'll be back in a month. Kitri? See. Oh, don't make promises. We've got to stick to promises. You we'll definitely don't pay you. How much? <laughs> uh, Bob just saw Larry Lakes and goes, you know, we can probably take a lot of that gold from that throne room if we're careful enough. It's technically ours. We're doing it. So, Kithri, Rakowski, and Gwynberil, along with Grutnik, Vistra, and Bub, stay in Dreadrop for about a month. They enjoy each other's company and watch carefully for the skies around the mountain, looking for signs of Fadermorn breaking loose. They plan and wait for their opportune moment to re-enter Dredur and claim it back, piece by piece, from their dark forces. Of course, though, the reclaiming of Dredur is another fable. The story here is a simple one. The reuniting of a mother and son. That was the final chapter of Smuggler's Run. Thank you so much for listening. Playing the role of Gwyn Beryl was Elise Phillips. The role of Rakowski was Millie Holton, and the role of Kithri was Louise Cox. If you enjoyed Smuggler's Run, send us a message. Uh, I'll pass it on to them. Uh, Leave a review on iTunes if you could, that would be lovely. Now, as for the art competition, we had two amazing entries. Uh, There was Obsidian Valkyries, uh, an image of Jinkum the Orange, which is amazing and it's lovely. And we also had an amazing Lino print from Laura of Bryn the Golem. Um, It's awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Uh, I'll be in contact soon uh, to sort out your prizes, some t-shirts or pillows or whatever, uh, just a bit of merch. Um, Yeah, thank you so much for sending in. It's so lovely. Also, thank you to R-Town on iTunes for leaving a nice review. Always appreciated. Oh, so next week, we have a brand new fable, the fable of the Fletchley contracts. In Drake and Hellion, there are 
Wizards who were trained from a young age to be powerful, destructive mages and eldritch knights. Orphans and orchid children of noble families are scooped up and committed to the Fletchley Academy. The child is cared for, clothed and fed, but after examination and graduation, the child signs a contract to pay off the debt that they have accrued, and then they are magically bound and sold to armies and militias all over Drakenhelion. They are arcane bound to wage war even against their own wishes. This is the fable of the Fletchleys, the several black sheep of the family returning to the academy to right the wrongs of the patriarch and headmaster Blackstone Fletchley. It's brilliant, it's so much fun, I can't wait to share it with you lot. And that's all I have for this week. My name is Matthew Jackson, and this was Fate and Fables.